Luke chapter 8 verse 4 to 15. Thank you, Father. The book of Luke. Thank you, Father. Luke chapter 8, verse 4 to 15. While a large crowd was gathering and people were coming to Jesus from town after town, he told this parable. A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell among the path. It was trampled on and the birds of the air ate it up. Some fell on the rock, and when it came up, the plants withered because they had no moisture. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up with it and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up and yielded a crop a hundred times more than was sown. When he said this, he called out, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. His disciples asked him what this parable meant. He said, the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of God has been given to you, but to others I speak in parables so that, though seeing, they may not see, though hearing, they may not understand. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. Those among the path are the ones who hear, and then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. Those on the rock are the ones who receive the word with joy when they hear it, but they have no root. They believe for a while, but in time of testing, they fall away. The seed that fell among thorns stands for those who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by life's worries, riches and pleasures, and they do not mature. But the seed on good soil stands for those with a noble and good heart who hear the word, retain it, and by persevering, produce a crop. No one hides a lamp and no one lights a lamp and hides it in a jar or puts it under a bed. Instead, he puts it on a stand so that those who come in can see the light. For there is nothing hidden that will not be disclosed and nothing concealed that will not be known or brought out into the open. Therefore, consider carefully how you listen. Whoever has will be given more and whoever does not have, even what he thinks he has will be taken away from him. Now Jesus' mother and brothers came to see him, but they were not able to get near him because of the crowd. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you. Let your word come with power unto us. In Jesus' name, amen. I want you to look at the face of your neighbor and say, this year will be different. Because I'll do something differently. Amen. This year is not going to be different because the year is different. It's because you are going to do something different. Hallelujah. So I believe today God will talk to us. Amen. When you read the story, I'm already talking about the subject that 
something great will happen to us this year because this year we're going to do something great. Great steps produce great results. Amen. And from this parable, you will understand that it is not all the seed that bear fruit. But I pray that this year your seed will bear fruit. I'm still talking on the subject. The process is the same. Tell your neighbor the process is the same. And I'm measuring on today on the good soil which I started last week. Uh, it is not one thing that makes the soil good. If you don't want your food to taste good, there could be one thing that will make the food not taste good. But for the food to take good, it takes more than one thing. Praise the Lord. I happened to visit uh, another ministry uh, this morning. and It was really an eye-opening service. And one of the things I had there is one of the things that I heard, which conformed to some of the things I'm teaching here, is the fact that if you have a, a, a padlock, that you have to use a code to unlock the code. Series of numbers you have to use. If one of the numbers is wrong, you cannot open the code. But so for you to be successful in opening the padlock or the lock, which is encoded with numbers, you have to get all the numbers right. But for you to get it wrong, it's very easy. Get one of them wrong and the whole thing will be wrong. But for you to get it right, it takes more than one number get being right. Praise the Lord. And that is what you have to understand. For something to be good, it is not just one thing. It cannot be one thing. For something, for you to be a good soil, it is not just being moist that makes it good. A soil can be good, but if there are certain dimensions and components of it that is not good, it makes the, the soil not good. Praise the Lord. Among all the other things that have been said, I want to plead with somebody under the sound of my voice. The verse number 8 says it, And other fell on good grounds. There are others that are falling on bad grounds or, or unproductive grounds. But I want you to know that regardless of the difficulties and challenges of this year, I want you to know and to recognize that there are some people who will be good grounds this year. Praise the Lord. Whether you like it or not, some will be good. But I pray that we'll be part of those who will be good in the name of Jesus. The Bible said that some fell on good ground, sprang up, and bare fruit and hundredfold. And when he has said these things, he cried. And he that hath hear, let him hear. But that on the good grounds, they are those who have good hearts and having had the word kept it and bring forth fruit with patience hallelujah so right from here we will see that it is not just every heart that becomes good the bible said that the good heart today your heart will become good in the name of jesus i said the soil if you want to listen to the early part of the good soil you have to listen to the podcast i was checking the podcast i realized uh only few have downloaded it i want you to get the podcast listen to it and it will be a blessing to you amen i will not go much because of time what, some of the characteristics of good grounds uh that bear fruit is that i want you to know that nothing good just happens tell your neighbor nothing good just happens 
For something to be good, it takes more than just a desire. We visited a church recently, you know, in Darford, and in the, within the, we went for the second service, and in the second service, there were more than 1,000 people gathered there. And the church service was flowing wonderfully. And we realized when we entered and they showed us some of the things they are doing, we realized that it didn't just happen. Praise the Lord. I was so surprised that the first day of me visiting that church, immediately after the service, we were marched straight into a room. And in that room, by default setting, they were expecting that all of us going into that room for our first service, we will sit down for one and a half hours to be taught. In addition to one, the one hour, 45 minutes we've done already. And people were willing to sit. So it doesn't just all happen. Tell your neighbor it doesn't just happen. I told you last week, one of the things that, are import, that is very important for us to discover is that all good grounds has got shepherd. Who is the shepherd? I'm talking about shepherd. What I mean by a shepherd, I'm referring to somebody who is mentoring you, somebody who is teaching you, somebody who is guiding you. I want you to know that everybody who become great, it doesn't matter whether it's instrument or it is your education or your finances, you must know that you need somebody to mentor you. I'm talking about mentorship. I'm talking about having a father, somebody who will guide you, who will lead you, who will direct you who will entreat you, who, somebody who will bring you to the place. Nobody, one of the difficulties I encountered in my life and ministry is the fact that I thought I was not doing well because I was born not to do well. When I was in school and some people were doing well in class, I thought by default they were destined to do well. The reason why they did well in the exam is because they were born to do well. Later did I discover that there were things that those who do well had to do. And immediately you begin to do the things that those who do well does. You begin to do well yourself. I pray that today you will discover the secret in the name of Jesus. I said every good soil must have a good farmer working on it. Have you ever seen a good soil without any farmer working on it? No, certainly not. Have you ever seen a good child without any parent before? Certainly not. Have you ever seen a good teacher who didn't have a mentor before? Certainly not. When I was training to be a teacher in this country, I had a mentor. Somebody who mentored me. Somebody who guided me. Somebody who taught me how to plan a lesson. Somebody who, who taught me how to do a starter. And the main lesson and the preliminary. He taught me how to progressively build my capacity to be good. There is nothing good you can achieve in life if you don't allow yourself to be taught by somebody. I pray today that you open up in the name of Jesus. I said you can call it a mentor. You can call it a, fa a spiritual father. In any dimension, you can call it a teacher. No student becomes good. There is no good student who didn't have a teacher. Either directly or indirectly, you had somebody to teach you. The reason why that subject is easy for you is that you had a good teacher about it. If you have a bad teacher, the subject you don't like will still become the subject you don't like. I pray that something you didn't like, you begin to like it in the name of Jesus. Why do I need a father? 
Why do I need a mentor? Why do I need somebody to guide me? Why do I need a mother to direct me? Why do I need somebody to teach me? Why do I need a good soil? Why do I need a good soil? I promise you, so far as you are good, many will look for you. I heard a lady saying that all the good guys have been taken by other women. And I heard the men also saying that all the good women have been taken by other men. You don't encounter a woman who is good. If you thought you go to a shop or you marry a woman who is good, by default, you are lying to yourself. You have to make it. Praise the Lord. The Bible talks about good soil. Number one. How come you cannot have a good soil without a farmer? Precious one, let me tell you one secret. You can have a good soil if you don't have a good farmer. It will not be productive. In as much as it is important to, to have a good soil, it is important to have a good seed. You can have a good seed and not have a good soil and it will not be productive. I pray that everything about your life will be productive. Number one, the reason why you need somebody to mentor you. The reason why you need a pastor. You can't be a good member if you, don't, if you don't allow yourself to be mentored. Number one, the shepherd, the spiritual father, or whoever is mentoring you. Number one, what they do is that they protect you. Hallelujah. You see over here, the Bible talk about the fact that the soil was not good. It fell on tongues. All of those descriptions that was given, the Bible also said that the bears came to eat it. Precious one, being a good soil will not prevent the bird from coming to you. Do you know that? You can have a good soil, a good seed, if the farmer doesn't strategically protect what he has sown, it will not move forward. And most of us children here, most of us men and women here, I want you to understand that the protection goes beyond what you can see with your eyes. A sower went to sow a seed, and when he sowed it, some fell on the wayside, and it was treading upon, and the Bible said that it was devoured. The fowls didn't have anything to do with the plant growing, but they had something to do with killing it destiny. I pray that today, whatever good thing that is starting your life, the shepherd and the things that God has put in your life will protect it for you in the name of Jesus. The Bible said in John chapter 10 verse 10, it said, The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. It said, But I have come that ye may have life and have it more abundantly. Not only is Jesus teaching you and guiding and directing your path on the good things to do, but he is the one who is protecting you. I pray over your life today that the grace of God as your pastor, as you are under the auspices and the grace of God over my life, I pray that I will protect what God wants me to protect over your life in the name of Jesus. I remember many years ago, my spiritual father phoned me. He said, this thing you are going, I don't want you to go. I want you to pull back. I want you to pause. Don't enter into that school. Don't go into that contract. Why? Because there is something there to devour you. It is your mentor. It is your father. It is your, the one teaching you who will guide you and protect you from every devourer. I pray that in the year 2024, not only would you germinate, not only would you grow, but you will be protected in the name of Jesus. 
I remember a good soil has to be covered. It has covering. When we use when we talk about cover, a spiritual covering, when we talk about being covered, it talks about protection. The Bible said in the book of Psalm 23, it said, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I like it when the verse number four said, It said, Yet though I go through the valleys of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil because thou art with me. What is he doing? He's protecting you. I pray that this year you will be preserved in the name of Jesus. Your going out and your coming in will be preserved in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, shout a bigger amen. So I want you to know this. There are more. Listen to me, precious one. The prodigal son was protected so far as he was under the covering of his father. There are things that the devil cannot do in your life because you have a covering. There were certain members of a church who could not be under the control of certain demonic orchestrations until they left a particular covering, until they left a particular church. And that is how their life came to nothing. I pray today, the reason why you need a shepherd is that your shepherd will, guide, will, will bring you to a place of protection. I pray that whoever is shepherding your life, uh, you will be protected in the name of Jesus. Number two, the reason why you need a shepherd, the reason why you need a good farmer. And when I talk about shepherd, your pastor is your shepherd. When I talk about covering, it can be your mother, it can be your father. I want you to know that so far as you want to bear fruit, somebody must protect you. Somebody must, somebody must bring you to a... Because in the process of you trying to be productive, there are times you'll be focusing on what you are doing. That if you focus on other things, you cannot move forward like the way you have to. So you need somebody to protect you. Number two, the shepherd... To make a good soil, the soil must be taught. Praise the Lord. There are times when you see most of the farms here. The farmers have to, have to stir the soil. The farmers have to all have to put fertilizer. What are they trying to do? They are trying to teach the soil to conform to a particular pattern. If you want to be a good soil, that produces crop. If you want to be a good, a good, a good anything of your life, you need somebody to teach you. Powerful. They have been war. The Bible said they, the people who are productive, they have a good teacher. They have teachers providing them with guidance. The reason why you have not succeeded in a particular subject, if you are struggling, if you are a student here and you are struggling with a subject, all you need is that if you find the right teacher, he will teach you with the right formulas. Hallelujah. I remember I was teaching my student uh, quadratic factorization. Don't worry about it. Uh, it may not make sense. Quadratic factorization can be very challenging. And sometimes, especially when the coefficient is more than one. You have to be able to deduct certain strategic way to solve it. And I remember that I was teaching the top set class and I taught them so powerfully. Use this method where you'll be able to find the common, the common bracket. And when you find the common bracket and the two brackets are the same, it gives you the assurance that your answer is correct. Wow. But I remember that I was teaching a class and I realized that this class must know this. I taught them the very technical method to do it. They couldn't, 
they couldn't grab it so fast. I said, don't worry. A good shepherd will give you something, will guide, will teach you a particular way to do things, and when you don't get it, they don't leave you alone. They will go back and see what method can I use to teach the same thing for them to gain the same outcome with a different strategy. That is what a good shepherd does. So I went and I, re- I saw another method. And that method is very simple. And when I taught the class, they said, why didn't you teach us this method first? It is because you have a good teacher. I pray that whatever difficulties you are having in your life, it could be in your finances, in your marriage, in your education, I pray that may you find a teacher, a shepherd, who will teach you, a teacher who will not give up on you so quickly, but will work so hard to make sure your success become their priority in the name of Jesus. Luke chapter 8 verse 10. He said unto them, The knowledge and the secret, come on say secret, of the kingdom of God has been given unto you, but unto others I speak in parable, so that those seeing, they may not see. Come on, precious one. There are things that God can put in front of you. You can look at it, but you can't see. We have many who are looking, but not many who are seeing. I pray over your life. The essence of your looking is to see. I pray that today you will see in the name of Jesus. And the Bible said, they said, those hearing they may not understand i pray that today not only would you see right but also as you hear you will understand it in the name of jesus i remember many years ago i asked i asked some of my students i said do you see when you look or you look when you see they were wondering what i was talking about but for the fact that you are looking at something doesn't mean you can see it and sometimes you can be privileged enough that for the fact that you are seeing something doesn't mean you will look but i want you to know something here for so that you are seeing something it means that whether consciously or unconsciously you were looking at it but for the fact that you are looking doesn't mean you can see And for the fact that you are hearing doesn't mean you understand. That is why a dog can be in the middle of the road and you can blow the horn. And the dog will not understand, but the dog will hear the sound. But will not understand that I need to move away from the road because I can hit by the car. Not only would you desire to hear, but desire also to all to understand. Praise the Lord. I like it when David was talking that God was his shepherd. He said in the verse number 2 of the chapter 23, he said, he maketh me. If you are being taught by somebody, somebody will make you. Somebody will tell you to do what you don't want to do. He's leading. He said, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leaded me beside the still waters. We have so many people who want to teach, but do, do not want to become a standard, an example. This, the Bible said, David said, he leaded me. Which means it is called leadership by example. It is more easier for a child to learn by observation. Children learn better by observation. I pray that as we are children of God, we will begin to see by example in the name of Jesus. The greatest sin, this is a secret I want to share with you. The greatest sin of man or or, or, the greatest sin of men and women. Let me just address Adam and Eve. The greatest sin of man and woman in the Garden of Eden. It wasn't just disobedience. 
It wasn't just disobedient. The problem of man in the garden of Eden was not disobedient. It was the spirit of unsubmissiveness to be taught, to be guided. Let's go to Genesis chapter 3 verse 5. When Adam and Eve rebelled against God, it was not just disobedient. The problem of man at the beginning was that man doesn't want to submit to be taught. For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be all open. You will be like war, God, knowing good and what evil. Which means that when you begin to attain this, it means you don't need anybody to guide you. The reason why they needed God was that God was telling them the do's and the don'ts. And the devil wanted them to come to a place that you don't need. Any time in your life you come to a state and you begin to tell your teacher and begin to tell your mentor, you begin to tell your pastor that I don't need you. It's a sign that you are getting to a place of doomness. Anybody who wants to grow, growth must be progressive. If you don't, if you come to a place in your life where you feel like I don't want to grow again, it's a sign that you are going to retrogress. The Bible said one of the things that will help us to be able to achieve the best of our life is to submit to be guided by God. The problem of the church is that many things they can live alone. My pastor cannot tell me what to do. My teacher cannot tell me what to do. My father cannot tell me what to do. Why? Because you think you have what it takes to be in the place of the one who is telling you to do what you have to do. Why would the Bible say in the book of Ephesians uh, that I will give you fivefold ministry to lead you, to, to bring you to a place of perfection? There are certain people mandated by God. It doesn't matter how spiritual you are. There are certain people God have given over your life. It doesn't matter how educated you are. You cannot become a doctor and become an accountant and become a lawyer at the same time. There are people that when you get a law case, when you get a, what do you call it, a domestic case, there are times you have to go and look for a domestic lawyer because they are specialists. Praise the Lord. I want to beg somebody under the sound of my voice. In the year 2024, if we want to see the glory of God in our life, We must be ready to learn. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible said in the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 3, verse 9 to 10. The Bible said, therefore, Eli said unto Samuel, he said, go lie down. It shall be if he calls unto thee again. That was when God was calling upon Samuel. He said, Eli said, go and lie down. The same way you lie down that you heard a voice. When you hear the voice this time, say that, speak unto me, O Lord. Thy son hear it. Praise the Lord. Then Samuel answered, speak for thy servant hear it. By virtue of doing that, I never saw, if you don't realize and you didn't know that Samuel had to be taught how to hear the voice of God. You would think that he was just good at hearing the voice of God. Until when I read in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 3 verse 19 to 20. The Bible said the Lord was with Samuel as he grew up and he let none of Samuel's words fell on the ground without coming to pass. He was so much of a prophetic entity that he could hear the voice of God and speak it so well that none of his words fell on the ground without coming to pass. You cannot become good. You need to be taught. 
You need to be teachable. The generation in which we find ourselves, they want to be good without being guided. You cannot become good until you allow somebody who is good to help you to become good. Hallelujah. In Luke chapter 24 verse 49, it said, Behold, I send the promise of the Father unto you, but tarry here in the city of Jerusalem until you are endowed with power on high. Jesus had to guide. Jesus had to teach the disciples how to receive what they were expecting. There are things you are expecting in your life. All you need is to be taught to receive it. I pray over your life as you desire good things in your life this year. May you receive the spirit that enable one to be taught. That not only would you see the promised land, but you will walk into it in the name of Jesus. Teaching will provide us with the moisture we need during the rocky moment. There are moist you need. There are certain things you need. I, pro- I, I want to beg you. There are certain times when you get a good teacher, the difficult and the challenging things will become easy. Praise the Lord. The reason why you need to be taught is that teaching must be progressive. In, fact, in John chapter 6, verse 60 to 61. It's a many therefore of his disciples when they have heard this said this is an hard saying who can hear it when Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at him at it he said unto them do this offend you this was talking about when Jesus was talking about him dying and sacrificing his body and things and and people began to leave him he asked the disciples, are you also going to leave? What does it mean? There are times some of the teachings and the guidance that will come to you will not be palatable. But if you want to be productive, you have to trust the one who is guiding you. Somebody said that me, I don't trust any human being. Me, I don't depend on anybody. Come on, precious one. Everybody depends on somebody. If you are here and you don't depend on somebody, the chair you are sitting on, somebody molded it and you are sitting on it, depending on it. Praise the Lord. Last week I was preaching and I told you a scripture. Let's go to John chapter 21 verse 18. You need to be taught. If you want to be skillful, if you want to be marketable, you want to be attractive, you must be taught. Praise the Lord. Is that verily I tell you? Give me the NIV. Surprising, we have different NIVs. Is that truly I tell you? When you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. Listen carefully. But when you are old, you will stretch your hands. And someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. The maturity and the growth and the quality of our outcome is based on our willingness to go through what we don't want to go through. I pray over your life, somebody, that this year you are going to be good because God is going to lead you to places that you know you do, it creates discomfort in your life. But because you believe that God, out of it, for your trouble, he will give unto you double. I pray that today, God is bringing you to a place where you will tolerate things you didn't tolerate before. In the mighty name of Jesus. 
to stretch out your hands means to be willing and to be desirous. I pray this year that as you are willing, as you are desiring, come on, precious one, desire alone doesn't put food on the plate. It doesn't put food in the plate. It doesn't. It doesn't matter how much you desire your account to be filled with money. It cannot happen. It takes a lot of work. A lot of decisions. And I pray that this year, as you desire, it will be to you in the name of Jesus. The Bible said in Proverbs chapter 18 verse 11. Verse 1, sorry. It's a true desire. A man having separated himself. Seeketh and intermingled with all wisdom. When your desire comes, there are things you need to do. His desire alone is, is the beginning of the journey, not the end of the journey. Otherwise, 1st January or 31st night, all of us will be rich. Hallelujah. He said, Having separate, what are you separating yourself from? What are you being guided to separate yourself from? I pray today that God has given somebody the strength to be guided. In the name of Jesus. In Hebrews chapter 5 verse 12 to 14. That is the biggest problem of our generation. Where we are being led by people who don't know. The Bible said in the Hebrews chapter 5 verse 12 to 14. It said, in fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers. You need someone to teach you the elementary truth of God's word all over again. It said, you need milk, not solid food. Anyone who lives on milk being still infant. Is not acquainted with the teachings about righteousness. But solid food is for the mature. Come on, say mature. Who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. Precious one, it takes, when they teach you, it takes discipline to go through teachings. <laughs> Look at it. It said, but strong meat, but solid food is for the mature. When they receive that solid food, it is not just the food that makes them productive, but by virtue of the food they have eaten, it must develop certain behavior in them. You sleep when you want to sleep. You wake up. Some of you, 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 you so claim you don't need alarm to wake you up. But if you want to be disciplined, you need something to wake you up when you don't feel like waking up. I pray today that God will give you strength. I need the shepherd. Why? The shepherd will protect me. God will protect me. But there are people God will release over your life to protect you from the hands of the devourer. Your mentor will teach you. Your teacher is there to guide you, to teach you. The third thing that your shepherd does, that if you don't have this shepherd, you cannot be productive, is that he gives you the ability to endure. Praise the Lord. Your mentor, your pastor, there are things you feel like giving up. I will tell you, don't give up. Go on. The third thing your shepherd does is that word. He grants you the ability to build enduring capacity. I like it when David said in the verse number 4 of the chapter 23 of Psalm. He said, yeah, though. I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil for that out with me. What does it mean? It means that the shepherd is not going to stop you from going through the valley of the shadow of death. But he's going to help you to endure it. Hallelujah. 
Do you think Bill Gates sleeps the same hours you sleep? Precious one, it's more difficult to be successful. Do you know it's more difficult to be successful? It's more difficult to be successful. Praise the Lord. Precious one, there are things you have to endure. It is not everything you back out of. The Bible said that looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. There are things you have to endure. If you are not ready to endure, you are not ready to come out with certain dimensions of your, the side of you, you you don't even know about. There are things you have to endure. Tell your neighbor, endure something. Tell your neighbor, endure something. Tell your neighbor, endure something. Ask your neighbor, what are you ready to endure? Hallelujah. The last one. One of the things your mentor does for you, your spiritual cover, your, your father, your spiritual father, your pastor, all of them, is that we pray for you. There are things that I, I tell people that when it comes to quantifying thanksgiving, eh, if we are just to thank God for what he has done for us, then there are more we will not thank him for because there will be more we will not know he did for us. He said, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, nor entered into the heart of men. The things that God have got in store for all, those who love him. But they have been revealed to us. And do you also know that the Bible said the things that have been revealed to us belong to us. But the things that have not been revealed to us yet belong unto God. There are more we cannot see. Praise the Lord. I remember many years ago, a few months, years ago, there are times I phoned members. I said, come here, come here, come here. There are things I've seen that are happening in your life. I want you to do this. There are prayers we do. Listen. Uh, there are things. There are times I will be sleeping and God will wake me up. He said, pray for this one. There are times I will be. That is why when you, the Bible said in the last days, he will give you shepherd after his own heart. People who will delight in fasting and seeking the face of God concerning your life. I'm trusting God that a time is coming when you come to church and certain decisions you have to take, God will reveal it in the house before you take those decisions. If you think you don't need anybody, you need somebody. You cannot just become good because nothing good comes on a silver platter. Somebody must guide you. Somebody must lead you. In the year 2024, where we want to do things like Jesus, we need to be guided. Next week, I'm going to take time to explain to you that there was no way Jesus would have succeeded without his father. I will give you 10 points that should tell you that without the father of Jesus, he cannot be productive. Jesus succeeded because of his father. And most greatly, I want you to understand, greater percentage of your success as an individual is based on your parents greater percentage. If your biological parent doesn't help you or bring you to that place of greatness, God has got a way of bringing people to come and mentor you. You cannot become great without mentorship. Stand on your feet. If you think this year you are going to succeed all by yourself alone, you will not be able to strive. You will not be able to move forward. I want you to pray right now in the next few minutes. 
you want to say father i want you to allow all the teachers in my life to come to me i'm one of the gifts god has given to you as a pastor you want to pray that father whatever my whatever you have instructed your servant to direct me to guide me when he speaks may my ear be open that i may hear and understand that when i see i'll begin to perceive begin to pray for yourself mighty god we pray in the name of jesus i pray today oh god the willingness to be guided the re- the willingness to be directed I pray in the name of Jesus. Come on, begin to pray. Somebody must guide you. In the name of Jesus. Make you kapalabadose. There are certain instructions you have given to you. That you need to follow, but you have not followed it yet. That is why you have not encountered God. In the name of Jesus. Your next level is based on an, on an instruction. Your breakthrough is waiting for your obedience. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let me say this and you pray one more. A friend of mine invited me. As I told you, I went to that for this morning. He invited me, I think, 370 days ago. That was last year, way last year, somewhere. And he told me, come and see what God is doing here. I said, I will come. When he told me, immediately, I wanted to go immediately. But I don't know. I couldn't go. Or oh, I didn't have the, ear, the, the mindset to go. I heard it with joy and I did nothing about it. But immediately we started this year. I said enough is enough. I will go whatever it takes. Look at me somebody. An instruction that will open me to a new dimension of my life and ministry. When I was told, I didn't take a step into it immediately. It has taken me over 370 days. If I had taken that step that time, my life would be better than now. There are things we have been told and we have been adamant. We have been rebellious. We have been disobedient. We have resenting those kind of voices. And that is how we end up being where we are that we don't want to be. You want to pray today that whatever voice I need to hear, whatever voice I need to obey, whatever my children need to hear to make their, their life change, whoever they have to listen, they are listening to the wrong people. Oh God, give them audience to that voice. Begin to pray in the name of Jesus. I don't want to wait any longer, oh God. In the year 2024, may my ear be listening to the things May I be ready. May I be ready to listen to the voice that carries my change. In the name of Jesus, I pray today, whatever voice I need to obey for my next level to start, I pray in the name of Jesus. May I pray, O God, that cause us to be teachable. Cause us to be teachable. Give us the ability to allow ourselves to be molded and remolded. I pray, oh God, that whatever we know that is causing us to welcome the kind of negative result we are encountering. I pray today that keep us and guide us that we will unlearn the things we know to learn new things that will move us to a place of greatness. I pray that as we leave this place, may we walk into the greatness of God, into the abundance of God, in the mighty name of Jesus. If you believe and shout a bigger amen, amen, shall we share the grace? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. 
Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall pursue us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord. Amen. Look at the face of your neighbor and say, be ready to be teachable. Allow your mentor to take over. Let your teacher guide you. In the name of Jesus, God bless you. Have a wonderful service.